Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is the Bill Press Show. Well, hello, hello, hello. Just a, a little special uh, edition here for you. Uh, you've heard me talk about my new book, I'm sure, Bill Press, From the Left, Life in the Crossfire. Uh, I wanted to share a little bit with you, um, particularly the book, part of the book, maybe, you know, it goes, I start out with growing up in Delaware, going to Catholic high school, studying for the priesthood, going to California, working for Jerry Brown, and all those exciting times up through Crossfire. But maybe the most... Um, important part of the book that's getting the most attention is um, my uh, involvement in getting the Bernie Sanders campaign going and helping Bernie launch his presidential campaign back in uh, 2015. So I want to share a little bit of that story uh, with you. It started actually uh, one day early in 2014 uh, when I was having a meeting with uh, Senator Sanders in his office um, about progressive talk radio and getting his help trying to get more progressive, more radio stations around the country to carry progressive talk radio. Uh, And so as I pick up here on page 233 in the book, uh, after we finish talking about progressive talk radio, what's all this talk about 2016, I asked Bernie as we settled into his office because I had heard rumors that Bernie was thinking about running in 2016. Quote, my life doesn't depend on running for president, Bernie wanted me to know up front. Even though he admitted he discovered that nobody really took you or your ideas seriously until you ran for president. Then he went on to explain. His goal was to make sure that the progressive issues he'd championed so aggressively for so many years were front and center in the Democratic primary in 2016. He knew Hillary wouldn't wouldn't raise them on her own, so somebody else had to run in order to promote the progressive agenda and get those issues into the mix. He'd already talked to Elizabeth Warren and didn't believe she would jump in. And if nobody else did, Bernie said, he was thinking about it. Well, that sounded good to me except for my fear that Bernie, running as an independent, would just siphon votes from Hillary and help elect a Republican president. I won't do that, Bernie pledged. I won't become another Ralph Nader. He was determined, he assured me, to make sure the White House stayed in Democratic hands. He would never do anything that might in any way help Republicans capture the White House. Thus reassured, Well, it's not crazy, I told Bernie, but if he were really serious, I suggested he pull together a few veteran campaign strategists to seek their advice. Well, as they say, be careful what you ask for because you just might get it. That's a good idea, Bernie responded. Could you organize that for me? (laughs) 
Well, indeed, there I was stuck. What could I say? Couldn't refuse at that time. So um, I did go out, called 12 good friends, and um, convinced Carol to uh, put a little dinner party together, which we did for the senator and his wife, uh, and 12 people who'd been involved in presidential campaigns. And we sat around in our living room over Carol's uh, beef stew, uh, or beef bourguignon, uh, had a good dinner and talked about the possibility of Bernie running for president. Nothing was really um, settled at that time other than the fact that it was not crazy again. Um, it was important that somebody raise those issues and he would be as good as anybody else to do it. And we thought he could probably raise enough money to have a serious campaign. That was followed up. Bernie liked it so much he called me and then said, hey, could we have another one of those dinner parties? Uh, which we had a second one at our house, this time over at Carol's Chicken Cacciatore. Um, and at that point, Bernie went around the room and said, I think I'm going to do this. If I go, will each of you support me? We all said yes. And Bernie went on then <clears throat> to launch his campaign. I pick up again what happened then. Bernie went on to surprise everyone, starting with himself, by the amazing success of his campaign important to remember this. He won 21 primary contests, received over 13 million votes, amassed a total of 1,876 delegates, and raised an astounding $232 million, 216 million of which came from small donations averaging $27. Overall, 2.3 million supporters made a total of 8 million contributions to the Sanders campaign, no political candidate has ever raised anywhere near that amount of grassroots money. And it didn't take long for pundits who had dismissed Bernie as a gadfly and message-only candidate to be proven wrong. On July the 2nd, over 10,000 enthusiastic fans, this is 2015, turned out to see him in Madison, Wisconsin, the biggest crowd of any 2016 candidate up to that point, and double the number who had turned out for Hillary's launch of her official candidacy on New York's Roosevelt Island the month before. Bernie went on to draw record-making crowds everywhere he went. Boston, 25,000. Portland, Oregon, 28,000. Seattle, 30,000. And as I point out, not only did Bernie get those crowds, not only did Bernie raise all that money, but Bernie was very, very effective in setting the Democratic agenda. Again, picking up from the book, perhaps most important through the primaries, <clears throat> Bernie not only won millions of votes, he also succeeded in prompting Hillary Clinton to address key progressive issues and even to change her position on some of them. As Secretary of State, she supported the Keystone Pipeline. As a candidate, she opposed it. As Secretary of State, she supported the Trans-Pacific Partnership, or TPP. As a candidate, she opposed it. She started her campaign by calling for a $12 minimum wage. By the end of the campaign, she joined Senator Sanders in urging a $15 minimum wage. She never embraced a single-payer health care system, but she did endorse as adding a public plan option to Obamacare, widely considered to be the first step towards single-payer. By the end of the primary, 
she had endorsed tuition-free colleges for all high school graduates, not just debt-free college. And she also began talking about the issue of income inequality, which even Vice President Joe Biden noted was a new issue for Hillary. Clearly, Bernie grasped, I think this is so important, Bernie grasped a political reality that the entire Democratic political establishment had missed, a sense of alienation, frustration, and even anger that had been building for years among millions and millions of Americans who feel left behind left behind, or ignored in today's economy. Globalization, the online economy, and new trade deals may have helped the top 1% or 2% of American households, but for the vast majority of Americans, it meant only the loss of good jobs, stagnant or lower wages, loss of savings, both parents working, sometimes both at more than one job, and still unable to pay their bills at the end of the month, let alone putting anything aside for their college education. And so we know what happened. And the Bernie campaign went on all the way to the convention because largely of the superdelegates and the basic math. Uh, Hillary won the nomination. Bernie did everything, everything that he could to help her uh, win the election. It wasn't enough, and we ended up stuck with Donald Trump's. But as I look back on the 2016 uh, election, uh, here are my kind of closing thoughts about it. It wasn't all, all, all a big loss. Out of the Democrats' loss in 2016 also came a lot of good in the form of a revitalized political left. In fact, I haven't seen so much excitement and so much energy in politics since the anti-war protests of the late 60s, as first manifested in the great Women's March on Washington on January 21, 2017, the day after Donald Trump's inauguration. Despite Trump's first big lie as president, that, that, that march, the Women's March, attracted far, far more people to the Washington Mall than he had the day before, not counting the hundreds of thousands who showed up for sister marches around the country. In the first six months of 2017 alone, the tax protest march, the March for Science, and the People's Climate March also burst forth in huge crowds at congressional town halls protesting Trump's plans to repeal Obamacare and in an outpouring of new members and contributors to progressive organizations like Emily's List, MoveOn.org, the ACLU, Our Revolution, Indivisible, and others. And the most exciting thing to me about this surge of political action on the left is it's not being organized by any national powerhouse, not by the Democratic National Committee, not by the labor unions or the big PACs. It's happening spontaneously. It's totally grassroots driven, which is why it's so genuine. The challenge, of course, is to bottle, focus, or direct that energy into elective progressive candidates to state legislatures, governorships, the House, and the Senate now in 2018. But for the first time in 50 years, the raw political force is there, ready to be harnessed, driven in part by disgust with the policies and the person of Donald Trump, but also driven by the realization that progressives came so close in 2016 and could have produced a better result 
if only they had worked harder. And then just a final couple of chapters on the role that Bernie Sanders played in all of that. None of this new dynamic, new political energy on the left would exist today were it not for the unlikely yet sensational and inspiring candidacy of Bernie Sanders of Vermont. Looking back on the 2016 presidential election, there's no doubt in my mind that Bernie Sanders best understood the political reality of the day, the angst that millions of Americans were experiencing, what issues were most important to them, which voters were most important to target, and how Democrats could win. Unfortunately, the Democratic establishment didn't listen. They dismissed him as an oddball. They made up their mind to crown Hillary with a nomination long before she even announced she was running. They totally misread the voter mood of the moment. They downplayed people's disgust with politics as usual. They ignored the powerful desire for change, and then they ended up nominating the wrong candidate. And I close with this. Democrats should never have lost the 2016 election. And Bernie Sanders would have won it. And I really believe that. And that was a very exciting thing to be part of. Uh, And again, it's been a very exciting romp through life so far. A long ways to go yet, but I wanted to give you a chance to catch up with a lot of the fun things that I've been able to do and great people that I've met and worked with so far. And it's all wrapped up here in From the Left, Life in the Crossfire, uh, new book just out, and you can get your advanced copy, signed copy, uh, from our website, BillPressShow.com, at a special 40% discount for sixteen seventy nine. And Bernie Sanders is kind enough to put a nice blurb on the front page, This, he says, is the tale of an enraged and often outraged citizen who loves his country and wants to see it move forward in a progressive direction. Thank you, Bernie. Thanks to all of you. Get your copy of the book at BillPressShow.com. This is The Bill Press Show. Save on Cox Internet when you add Cox Mobile and get fiber-powered Internet at home and unbeatable 5G reliability on the go. So whether you're playing a game at home or attending one live, you can do more without spending more. Learn how to save at cox.com slash internet. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial cable. Cox Mobile runs on the network with unbeatable 5G reliability as measured by Ookla LLC in the U.S. to H2023. Results may vary, not an endorsement. Other restrictions apply.